0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and I can't start today's show without talking about the ISO 1002. You know, some people just love to complain, but companies have a responsibility to care. The International Organization for Standardization, ISO, has revised ISO 1002, the standard for complaint handling. This document enables organizations to foster a customer-focused environment open the feedback heightening their customer satisfaction. You can get the ISO 1002 standard from the American National Standards Institute, ANSI, the U.S. member body of ISO. Visit ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more. That's ANSI.org forward slash complain to learn more.
2: Franchise Interviews. From Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews has been giving an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews.
1: Hi everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews. Where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs the own one. I'm your host Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Tom Krause, the CEO of Donatos, and Donatos is a family-owned, privately held company that treats its franchise partners like they're part of their family. Their mission is to promote goodwill through their products and service principles and people. I'm going to talk to Tom about that in just a moment. franchise interview so stick around because we have a
3: great show
0: are you one of those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand the opportunity to take control of your future and own a Rita's Italian ice franchise is within your reach
3: Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success and did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry and there are Rita's in 23 states currently with 540 stores open Rita's Italian Ice has been around for 25 years and is listed as a top-performing franchise by the Wall Street Journal
0: now here's the really good part Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone, and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste, and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily, and it is delicious.
3: You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com
0: This is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews.
2: Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 14 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one-on-one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. Well, we're meeting with Tom Kraus, the CEO of Donato's, and Donato's is a family-owned, privately-held company that treats its franchise partners like they're part of their family. Their mission is to promote goodwill through their products and service, principles, and people. Hi, Tom. How are you? Welcome to the show. Hey, Marty. Thanks.
4: Thanks for having me.
1: Uh, this is my pleasure, Tom. We always like to ask your guests, where are you calling from this morning, Tom? Calling from beautiful Columbus, Ohio. That's, it, you know what's amazing when I think about it, Tom, because this is where Donato's actually got their start, didn't
4: they? That's right. Yeah, we started on the south side of Columbus uh, 58 years ago.
1: That's incredible. That number, I mean, that amazes me, Tom. We've been doing this show now 14 years, and it's it's very rare that I get to hear a number like that. You know, it's like usually (laughs) 10 years, 20 years, or 57 years. I mean, it's it's fantastic. And, you know, I mean, when we talk about Donato's, Tom, I mean – What an amazing history, as you mentioned, you know, I mean, you go all the way back to, I guess it's like 1963 and, you know, the the story is kind of amazing too. I mean, when when you think about it, and I know you know this story, but, you know, Jim Grody, you know, starts the organization for, I I think it was like a little over a thousand dollars. Maybe you could talk like a little bit about, you know, some of the highlights that's happened over the last, you know, 57 years. 57 years. Let me see if I can
4: squeeze (laughs) that into a minute. Uh, It's not easy. Well, (laughs) Jim's my father-in-law and he started when, he actually bought the, Name and the recipe for Donatas when he was nineteen years old. He was a sophomore at Ohio State and he uh, borrowed money from his father and his future yeah. father-in-law to start uh, start this little pizza shop on the south side of Columbus. Wow um, It was uh, it, Jim's whole idea he started uh, working when he was thirteen washing pizza pans at a little uh, pizza shop. Wow. And uh, it was uh, this pizza shop is owned by these two different gentlemen. One was a real friendly fellow who loved his customers and mm-hmm. people. And the other was kind of a miserly. Uh, <laughs> He's the kind of guy that would, uh, he, he'd he water down the pizza sauce at the end of the night so he could get <laughs> three more pizzas out of it kind of thing. Oh, that's funny. And, and my father-in-law watched the differences in how these two gentlemen did business. And he noticed the one... The nights that the one gentleman worked, business was great. The nights when the other gentleman worked, it wasn't. And from then right. on, he said, "I'm going to do business someday, and I'm going to do it with ethics and morals and values." And, yeah. and that's really kind of the basis for Donato's.
1: It seemed like too, you know, as I was studying the history of Donato's, Tom is um, he? Jim was very big on consistency, and and he still is today, isn't he?
4: Oh yeah, he's he's fanatical about consistency. Yeah. In fact. He developed a system, an operating system, that really no one in the industry has anything like this. It makes it super easy for any operator to run and make pizzas and run the pizza shop, and it makes for an absolutely consistent product every time. Part of history, too. I'm I'm a big
1: fan, uh, Tom, of the show Undercover Boss, and I remember when Donato's was on Undercover Boss. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I guess you could probably say that's part of the history, too, isn't it? You know, because we've had guests like Catherine Monson on the show in the past, you know, she talked about her experience, you know, but I'm I'm sure that certainly played a a positive role or an interesting role in, in the history of Donato's, hasn't it? Oh, we
4: sure did. You know, we were presented with the idea. Uh, we have friends over at White Castle, and they were yeah. they were one of the first uh, people that were on that show, and uh, they had mentioned uh, us to uh, the network, and so nice. we looked at it and we said, oh, you know what? No matter what happens, we treat people with goodwill, and right. whatever happens, we'll we'll uh, respond in the right way, and. Of course, we didn't expect some of the things that happened on yeah. the show, but <laughs> it, ended up, it really ended up being a great experience. We were able to help some people in a pretty yeah. meaningful way, and, uh, and it did uh, show a little bit about the way Donato's treats people, and that right. was a positive thing, too. It was nice to see.
1: Was that what drew you to Donato's? Tom? Because, you know, I was studying your background, you know, and, and by the way, I mean, you have a very impressive background, and I was kind of even starstruck, I mean, that you got to, you know, you worked with Wendy's for a long time, you know, you got to know Dave Thomas, I mean, um, th- th- what, what, what drew you to Donato's? What was it? Was it
4: the family atmosphere that, that
1: drew you to the organization?
4: you know that's a great question marty because uh yeah i was uh at the time i had been at wendy's for probably 16 years 17 years uh-huh. something like that yeah was vice president of marketing there and and uh-huh. like you said i got a chance to work with one of the great icons in the restaurant yeah. business dave thomas very closely yeah. and i was uh super happy in my career at the time what was going on at donato's donato's had just been purchased by mcdonald's mcdonald's right had bought uh Donato's Boston yep. Market and Chipotle as yep. a part of the they called it a, a meal occasion strategy. They were growing different brands. Mm-hmm. So they had purchased Donatos and they were building a team, you know, to grow and right. so honestly, they uh approached me and it, i I really saw it as just a job opportunity. I was super right. happy at Wendy's but
5: yeah. um
4: and then I Fell in love with this company. I fell in love right. with the values of the company. I fell in love with the product. And actually, years later, I fell in love with the founder's daughter, and she's my <laughs> wife, <great>. Jane. <laughs> she's the chairwoman of that company, and That's so great. so I'm all in. Let's put it that way. That's fantastic. I'm kind of all in here.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it, no, it, it's a great story when I when I hear it, Tom. You know, it's it's really amazing. And I mean, Donato's is is certainly a, a powerful. Uh, brand name but I mean if there's anyone who's unfamiliar with Donato's Tom I mean how do you typically describe your organization to let's say a prospective franchisee
4: well I, I would say a few things one is uh, and probably first and foremost is the product it is mm-hmm. a, a super premium product we have yeah we, we use fresh-sliced veggies on our pizza. We have lots of toppings, like a large pepperoni pizza has 100 pepperonis on it. Um, we have a thin crust that we're known for. So yep. there are a lot of aspects about our product that really uh, makes it uh, uh, kind of the highlight. The right. other part is as our operating system. It It is a um, – like I said, Jim developed a, a way – to produce pizzas that you're not mixing dough in the back of the room and you're not right. having the inconsistent uh, product that you get when you're dealing with um, you know those types of pizzas so we we produce uh, the the uh, pizza crusts in our commissary here mm-hmm. those are shipped to the stores, and then uh, the process to make a pizza is automated and very very simple so uh, That's great. you know, if that aspect and then the the last aspect is really the people side and it's, right. you know, we are very focused on, um, bringing your, um, character, bringing your whole self to work every day. Right. We're a family yeah. organization. We truly are a family organization. We have yeah. a third generation uh, is working within the company right now. But it really feels different here in, in the culture, I think, is the one thing. If you'd ask yeah. any of our franchise partners, um, and by the way, we call them franchise partners because that's how we operate, but right. they would say it's a real family feel. So we're very supportive. It's not uh, like a lot of franchise uh, organizations where right. it's a concept and operating manual and then, you know, good luck and we'll see you later. We're we're right. there with them all along the way.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what I get when I, when I research Donato's Tom is, 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 is the culture, you know, I mean, it, it's the, the culture mm-hmm. is, is a big part of the brand, you know, and, and it makes sense, you know, as far as, you know, franchising, when, when you become a franchisee to Donato's, I mean, you've become part of that
4: family, don't you? Oh, it, most definitely. You know, we, like I said, uh, the family was not intending to sell to mcdonalds back in 99 right. and, and right. mcdonalds approached them and it was an opportunity to grow the business mcdonalds uh interests went elsewhere 4 years later their stock mm-hmm. dropped and they were wanting yeah. to get out of the business and the family bought it back and they bought it back because yep. of the people and right. you know that's the kind of organization this is we're not uh You know, we're in the people business. We happen to serve pizza as a way to as a way to impact sure, but we're trying we're trying to make a difference. We're trying to make a difference in all the communities that we do business in. We're very very active in the communities. Very active in the nonprofit worlds. My wife uh, Jane uh, and her dad helped fund and created a, a nonprofit on the south side of Columbus that's really impacting people in need and, and literally saving people's lives. That's the kind of thing wow. that we want to do. Uh, nice. Everybody loves pizza, and yep. if you can be successful in the pizza business, you have the resources to help not only your employees but the people in the community. So it is it, – it, we, we have a phrase, it's bigger than the pizza. That's what we mm-hmm. like to say around yeah, here. Yeah, I like so. that. I like that, and you've done. Not to embarrass embarrassing, Tom. But you, I
1: mean, you've done a very good job—a great job—with with the organization. I know there was one year. I mean, you were voted—you know—was it the CEO of the year? You know, and it, and it's interesting, you know, because you have a, a marketing background like myself, you know, and and you say, you know, what, what, what was all that attributed to? Uh, the CEO
4: of the year. We just paid them off. No, I'm
1: just—that's
4: uh, <laughs> great. You no, know, I, I, I think it's a tribute to to the whole culture of the organization. Yeah, I mean, I'm right. fortunate to be able to to lead the people here and yeah, right. but it's really the the culture and mm-hmm. the difference that uh, we're trying to make we've uh, you know we've had a pretty successful run here in the last 10 years and yeah. we've got a, a big future ahead of us so we're excited That's great it is.
1: It's wonderful. The, the theme of the show last year, Tom, is I, I, we couldn't seem to get away from, you know, COVID. You know, I mean, I, I yeah. a lot of businesses, of course, had to pivot, you know, and, and and shift a bit. How has the pandemic played a role with with the autos?
4: Well, I'll tell you. You know, there there were a number of silver lining type things I would point mm-hmm. to. One yeah. one was it taught us how to communicate better to the organization. I mean, we thought we did a good job, but, you know, when (laughs) every three days something different was happening in the world, we had to learn how to stick together and communicate. Um, We also looked at technology. We had been working on a number of uh, technology advances, and so we accelerated a lot of those. Uh, You know, our digital ordering platform, about 60% of our business is, is done over uh, online and most of that's over the slum wow. we had to you know we put some uh, new features into that uh, we have pickup we have windows pickup windows in a number of our uh, restaurant locations right so we were able to optimize the pickup side of the business um, so you know a lot of things that we were working on it really yeah kind of forced us to accelerate right and you know the pizza business really did well we did well from a uh, sales yeah. standpoint right because that's what cut customers were at home and needed food yeah. and we were there to, to provide it to them yeah
1: I mean pizza's comfort food too isn't it Tom you know what I mean it's just I mean you know we order pizza mm-hmm. once a week you know I mean it does it just, it makes you feel better you know and it was interesting how you mentioned you know a lot of businesses that's what I noticed too Tom With that you know a lot of franchises they were kind of forced to get to the next phase quicker you know what i mean they said we got to right. do something quickly you know um maybe it would have taken a lot longer you know if, if it wasn't for the pandemic so I, I mean i think it's interesting and you know pizza i guess it's safe to say i mean i don't know what the numbers are but i, I, I mean it's it,
4: it's safe to say it's a pretty big industry isn't it oh it's 42 43 billion dollar industry wow is it that and, high uh, that's amazing and uh you know, when my father-in-law started and he was trying to borrow money from his father, his father said, well, I don't know, Jim, I think pizza's a fad. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that great? Turns out turns out he was wrong about that. Right, he was. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, our sales, we were up uh, double-digit uh, during the pandemic. Our average unit volume is about $1.3 million per restaurant, which is in the top 95% of uh of the uh pizza competitors. Um right. So we're we're fortunate. Uh you know, the the challenge right now is 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 the labor market is difficult and sure. so we're yep. doing yep. everything we can to uh we have a few innovative uh ideas. We have something we're testing right now called not an interview but a dinner view. Mm-hmm. Meaning if you come in for an interview we're gonna we're gonna uh provide you dinner in form of a pizza. Oh, wow. So well, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's clever. And be, yeah, it is. It's
1: the, the it team is it's came very up that. clever.
4: Yeah, I think yeah it's I, just I, super interesting. So. That is,
1: that's fantastic. Do you think did, hmm. did, did Jim know? I mean, did, did he see? And I know you can't speak for him, Tom. But you know, I mean, you know, he's so he's 19 years old when he started. You know, Donato's, and you know, he starts working at 13 years old. My son is 13 now, and I said, "Oh my God!" You know, did, you know, Jim Brody was. <laughs> you know, working in a pizzeria at 13 years old. I got to tell my son that story. But, you know, <laughs> did, did he see the big picture, I mean, of, of where Donato's is today or would he have been surprised, like, if you, you talked to him as a 19-year-old person saying, okay, this is where the organization's going to go. Um, what is his reaction or what was his reaction?
4: Marty, what a great question. He, Jim is a – he has always been uh, a vision visionary type person. Mm-hmm. I mean, even yeah. when he was that young – and he used to take the kids out in their pajamas at night after work under the sign, the first, right. uh, you know, blinking lights that said Donato's, right. And said we're going to be around the world one day. I mean, he would he would tell the his little kids that, and wow, and, you know that. And, and his goal wasn't just to be around the world, but it was to really make an impact in every neighborhood. And he right. he's always been the kind of person that uh there was a there was a bigger purpose and he he did see right. it he uh he has That's an knack for visualizing the future and then uh it it tends to happen it may not happen exactly the way he visualized it but right it, right you know we do we get there it's uh, he's he's
1: an amazing guy he, he must be, yeah. I mean, because it sounds so young to me, 19 now, Tom, you know what I mean? I said 19 I years old, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, oh my God. <laughs> you know, it really is. It, 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 it's a very impressive story. Uh, it, it really is interesting. What, what's what been, I probably, I'm sure you have a hundred or maybe even a thousand stories, Tom, but it, what's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you since becoming the president and CEO of Donato's? Like like I said, there's probably a oh, hundred
4: stories. Tough question. There, there's a lot, but, but I would tell you, um, so I took this job. Ten, I've been here 21 years, and I've been the okay. president CEO for over 10 years. Right. But if you'd asked me 10 years ago to fast forward and say that we would be selling double-digit sales in cauliflower crust pizza wow. one month before a 100-year pandemic hit, I would have right. said, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. But right. That that's really what happened. Last February we, we introduced uh, cauliflower crust pizza with plant based sausage, which is, you know, just a kind of not something you would have thought of, you know, no. ten years ago but and uh it you know, our sales were jumping and then you know, the the floor the floor dropped out when uh you know, they started closing uh the restaurant side of the business. our, our business took a a wobble for a few weeks and then right. kind of rebound yeah, like everybody but, else. Yeah, um, you know that that's that would be an interesting one. I think there was a, also a, a time when uh, some sort of rogue coupon was uh, was you know, like a counterfeit coupon was being sent out throughout oh, no. our entire system and and customers were coming into our dining rooms and droves. We had, we had to close oh dining rooms. We had crowds outside. We had crowd control. <laughs> oh No, my wife, my wife and I were having dinner at a restaurant and our phones started binging, you know, right. Of course our managers were like saying, please make it stop make it stop.
5: But there's oh my God. all sorts
4: of stories, as you say, but, uh, oh, that's it, it, fantastic. it's a fun business. It's a, it's a fun it business. is a fun, it's busi- a you, fun it's, business.
1: It's, it's interesting, Tom, how like pizza has changed, like you said, you you know what I mean? Like over the years, you know, I remember when I was a kid, I was the, you know, 19 years old. I remember working in, in, in a pizzeria. But, I mean, it's interesting mm-hmm. how pizza has changed, you know, particularly like you mentioned, you know, over the last maybe five years, ten years. I mean, I see well, there's, there's organic pizza, there's gluten-free pizza. Mm-hmm. I mean,
4: who, who would have ever saw those changes coming, right? Exactly, exactly. But, you know, but you, you really do, you've got to keep up with the times and you, yep. you want to right. make, make sure you uh, maintain who you are but also uh, stay current with the times. Sure. And I feel like our our team does a great job with that. I'm I'm super proud of them. That's great.
1: Let's maybe talk a little bit about franchising, Tom. Uh, What types of characteristics does Donatos look for um, in in, in their franchisees? When you're meeting with a prospective franchisee, you you probably have some type of idea, you know, if if they're going to be a match or not. What do you look for?
4: Yeah, you know, we are looking for a certain uh, set of character traits. Mostly, mm-hmm. obviously, there's a financial requirement. It's not right. significant. Our right. average investment is about a half a million dollars, so it's mm-hmm. not a uh, it's not uh, onerous. But we're looking for right. someone that's really committed to the business. It's not a it's not. We're not looking for passive investors necessarily. We're right. looking for right. people that are uh, interested in. Now they we're looking for you know multi-unit operators. Mm -hmm. So they may not necessarily be a GM level, but they are going to get their um, their hand, you know, roll up their sleeves, get their hands dirty, and and be involved in the business. Mostly, we're looking for people that understand people. They they need to understand how to lead their teams. So Mm -hmm. they've got to have. The right kind of characteristics, and they need to lead them in the right way. This isn't a right. command and control company. This is a, a company where we're all better together, and when we act mm-hmm. like family. So, how they treat their people and how they treat customers, um, the ones that are most successful are the ones that um, you know they're proud to wear the Donatos logo on their sure. shirt, and they're proud right. to go out into the community and partner with schools or churches right. or organizations and, and those are the ones that really are able to build their business and have a good time. So it's a – I'm kind of describing the one gentleman that Jim Grody worked for when he was 13 mm-hmm. years old. <laughs> right, know, right, really of course. Fr- friendly with the customers and, yeah. and and really understood his people. And that's that's really what we're looking for. And we also want people that want to grow with us. We've got – right. we have a, a pretty um, – significant growth trajectory right now, and, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of open territory. So uh, we want people that, you know, want to come in and be successful with one, two, right. three stores and then continue to grow from there. So it's a lot That's of upside. That's terrific.
1: What's the training like, Tom? I mean, I'm sure the training changed a little bit. I I noticed with, you know, COVID, you know, starting last year, a lot of the interviews I did over the last year, training did have to change to some extent. But how does the training work, you know, once someone
4: does become uh,
1: a a new franchisee to Donato's?
4: Well, after we sign them, and and it varies depending on what kind of level of – uh, operator we're talking to, but it's about a nine-week right. training program. And they okay. will bring them to oh. either uh, either into Columbus or sure. in a uh, market near where they're uh, opening. And right. they'll go through, you know, pretty exhaust. They, they need to understand all aspects of the business. And, yeah. and uh, it, it's really a great program. And uh, to a T, everyone who's been through it, was so thankful for it because it's it really yeah. gives a, a real clear picture of what it takes to be successful as a DevOps franchise partner.
1: And your your industry, I mean, I guess you can you can classify it as I mean it it it's it's a fun business to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and I guess that's what maybe drew you also towards, you know, maybe the, the, the food industry. But it, it, you, you kind of hinted on some of them. But what, what's a typical day like for a Donato's franchisee? You mentioned the importance of, you know, wearing the brand name, you know, getting out into the community. Mm-hmm. It,
4: maybe you can talk yeah, a little I bit think, about uh, it. I it is, think it is, it is a fun job. I think uh, a typical day is going to, uh, there'll be time with their team. Likely a pre-shift rally before uh, they get started for the day. Uh, Reviewing, you know, what are their goals for the day or for that evening. Um, Recognizing people for, you know, their accomplishments uh, most recently. So there's a bit of a celebration as well as a here's where we're heading uh, today or this weekend. Uh, Then uh, they'll go visit each restaurant. Um, Problem solve. They'll probably Mm -hmm. help interview uh, looking yeah. for new people, so they're always looking for new people. Right. And then they'll uh, coach and develop. Uh, so if you've got an assistant manager that's, you know, got some uh, visions of doing something greater, they'll spend right. some time with that uh, AGM or, or a trusted associate and talk to them about their future and help uh, grow their career at Donato's, and then right. they'll go out into the community and go to the Chamber of Commerce meetings. and Likely, uh, we'll put on the apron and bring pizzas to an event. Yeah, and great. shake hands and, you know, kiss babies and shake hands. <laughs> exactly with, with exactly. a mask on now and with gloves on, I guess. But uh,
1: <laughs> that's yeah, that's, that's great. though. Yeah. no, I think that's fantastic. And you have I mean, you have all this, these years of experience, Tom, um, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise, Tom? Because, you know, I mean, there's, there seems like there's so much out there today. I think they said there's something like 3,000, 3,500 systems. And, and we found that, you know, doing the show is such a long time now, that in the early phases of someone interested in buying a franchise, they're a little bit confused because they say, oh, my God, there's, you know, all these different industries and, right. you know, all these different choices. From, from everything you've mm-hmm. learned up to this point of working with franchisees, what advice would you give them? in their quest
4: to buy a franchise? You know, I, I think the, um, the whole, the whole uh, key is putting the right resources in the right spot. So I, mm-hmm. I'll use a quote from one of my old bosses at Wendy's, Jim Neer, mm-hmm. who uh, he always talked about batteries not included. And what he meant by that was, you know, if you're going to be a franchisee, or right. franchise partner, as we call them, you're buying into a system that exists. So right. don't put your energy trying to change the system or change the recipe or, like, work that side of the system. Put your energy in bringing your whole self into, into the right. business.
5: Bring, right.
4: bring your energy into leading your people. Bring the energy into uh, building the business in the community or giving back to the community. that. I, I've, I've noticed those that are less successful don't put their energy into that, but they're trying to revise something that mm. already is a part of the operating plan that, right. you know, maybe it's not perfect, but if you're spending your time trying to uh, change the recipe or the operating system, may, maybe franchising isn't what you want to do. Maybe yeah. you want to start your right. own restaurant. And right. So I, th- I think the key, but more importantly, I think is put, you know, batteries aren't included. So put your put your whole energy into building a culture within the organization and building a a reputation in the community. That that's where you'll win every time. You'll win every time. Yeah.
1: No, I think I I think that's great advice. I love that analogy. Batteries not included. It's it's about trust, isn't it, Tom? You know, I mean, if you're going to mm-hmm. invest into a system, you know, like Donato's, is is you have to have. That level of trust, don't you? You know, uh, in order to yeah, you
4: really do. And and you know, we it, it's not to say that you know we really do a lot of collaborating with our franchise system. We have a, yeah. an advisory council, and we okay. meet regularly. And we get advice from them, and they they help guide the business. But once once we've decided, you know what what the uh, you know what the program is or whatever, let's go ahead and just execute that program. So right. Right.
1: Absolutely. That's fantastic. So I can ask you, you know, the final question, Tom, you know, is it, you know, as the CEO, I mean, where do you see Donato's maybe if you could look into a crystal ball, you know, three years, five years down the road, where do you see the organization?
4: Well, I'll tell you, we, um, you know, I talk about making a difference and and we have this mission to promote goodwill through our Mm -hmm. product service principles and people. And that's really another way of saying we want to, we want to be a company that gives more than it receives. We want to Mm -hmm. make an impact. So we we have a phrase, our our vision phrase is that we want to be a billion dollar company that gives more than it receives. Wow. And when I say that, I mean, you know, yes, we get $14 for a, a pizza, but what we right. give in return is, you know, we hire fourteen, fifteen year olds. Not a lot of companies do that. Right. You know the impact right. that has on young people. We we hire second chance individuals and give them a chance to to That's turn their crazy. lives around, and 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 we help people, you know, create a vision through franchising that right. they can be successful for their families. So so it's important for us to grow. So. Uh, you know we 're probably a quarter of the way there, but uh, mm-hmm. we just announced uh recently that we are now officially franchising uh nationwide, so we have not wow, been that's great we 've only been uh, franchising in in kind of contiguous areas to our right, right. our regional footprint, but now we 're able to open up to the entire country, and the interest wow. has been huge so that's we' got big things coming. That's terrific. That is exciting.
1: What's the best way, Tom, for our listeners to get more information on, on Donato's as the franchise opportunity and, and even the product itself, of course. Are there any websites
4: you can kind of direct them to? Yeah. You can just go to www.donato's.com. Uh, we have a franchising tab. Okay. We have, uh, you know, a menu there. We have information on how we give back. Everything you need will be right there. Or uh, you can call here to our headquarters and talk to Jeff Baldwin as our head of uh, franchise development. Uh, Okay. Great individuals, a lot of experience who will kind of guide you through the process.
1: That's terrific. Well I can't tell you how much
4: I've enjoyed talking
1: to you today, Tom, and I'd really like to invite you back over the next couple of years as you continue to grow on that national level because I, I think Donatos has an amazing franchise opportunity. Sounds
4: good, Marty. Congratulations on your success. This is a it's a great program and I know you've got a lot, a lot of listeners. So
1: Thank you so much, Tom. The, the privilege was mine and we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up on segment two, you're going to hear what every franchisee needs to know before buying a franchise. We're going to play a clip from our popular "Great Quotes in Franchising" podcast right here on Franchise Interviews.
0: Franchise teacher,
3: would you like to know how to franchise your concept or grow your franchise business? Simply go to FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032.
0: That's FranchiseTeacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032.
2: franchisers are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising for over eight years franchise interviews has been giving an up-close behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website franchiseinterviews.com where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising Our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919.
1: Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott, the president of Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising, where each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews many years now, and during that time, we've had some incredible quotes on the show. Today, you're going to get to hear from Joseph Berger, and Joseph is the president of You Got Maze, and Joseph said something on the show that we haven't heard interesting enough in 650 shows. He described franchising as an open book, but we're going to let Joseph explain why, so here we go. You were kind of like, I guess you could say almost like born into franchising, Joseph. I mean, you've been exposed to it, it seems like, most of your life. Um, what, do you, what do you like most about franchising?
6: Yeah, and you're right. I ha- I've been around franchising for a while. I, 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 st- I like to tell people, I started when I was seven. I started answering phones <laughs> and folding boxes that Domino's worked at Domino's, started at $0.25 cents an hour with a free soda, as uh, so much as I could drink, and worked up from there. <laughs> uh, and what I love about it, what we do uh, I I see where entrepreneurship where small business ownership has helped my family you know my my dad's from Northeast Philly uh, row homes Uh, my mom wasn't much better off and they've been able to really just turn their you know turn their stars around and build a really good life for all of us and I love working with franchisees because I I get to be a part of them doing that for their family and that's just inspiring every day
1: That's, yeah, it's inspiring what you just said, Joseph, because, you know, I, I know that area, you know, from Philadelphia, I get down to Philly, you know, every so often, and, and I think you're right, you know, it's, it's one of the things that impresses me too, Joseph, is that, you know, a lot of people, I think they want to get into entrepreneurship, but they don't know how to, right? And I think franchising, you know, allows them that ability to become an entrepreneur, doesn't it?
6: Absolutely. One of the things I like, we like to say in the process is like, you know, imagine you have to, you have to take a really hard test, and this test determines like everything, Right. But, you know, if you're, with, if you're doing it with a franchise, it's open book. We've right. already made right. the mistakes. We've already found the opportunities. We've, we've laid out all the processes, uh, and we hone it every day. I mean, all of our, our new idea. we still are updating. It's never going to be done. Uh, we're getting all of our great ideas from our franchisees now. But you can start off with that rather than, you know, opening your doors and, like, how do I get maids? How do I get clients? Right. How
1: do I keep them? Right. That's terrific. I've never heard that analogy in 650 shows, Joseph, but it makes sense. You know, I like how you you called franchising an open book. You know, because you're right. You know, when a lot of people do get into entrepreneurship, you know, there's there's a lot of things that they just don't know. You know, and they make a lot of mistakes, and um, you know, sometimes that miss some of those mistakes. You know, are detrimental to you know their business. So, um, you know, to call it an open book, I, I think that's I think that's really very clever. If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Joseph Berger of You Got Maids, all you have to do is go to franchiseinterviews. dot com. Simply go to our franchise interviews by category page, and go to our cleaning category, or you can simply go to our franchises listed alphabetically page. And lastly, we just want to thank everyone for making this podcast, our Great Quotes in Franchising podcast such a big hit. And we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Take care, everyone.
2: Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.